Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail Kroc, and I am so glad that you have chose to join me on this podcast channel entitled A Sure Foundation. I should have called it A Sure Foundation in Troubled Times because that's exactly what we're living in. You know, we're seeing the uh, values of the culture become the values of the church, and when you see that happen, it's not good. And the Bible says in uh, the Bible says in First Timothy four one that the Spirit says expressly that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. We see this really today going on in the world in which we live where the values of the world is being pushed on the church and many people, many believers are beginning to accept the values of the world as being okay, as being true. And I believe it's because many believers today do not have a sure foundation in the Word of God. Many of them are just casual readers of the Word. They don't really consume it. They don't really get to know it. They don't really can commune with the Holy Spirit and ask Jesus for more and more revelation. You know, when I grew up, when I was a young man in my home in Diamond Springs, Michigan, which is about five miles east of Hamilton, which you might not know where that's at, southern lower Michigan, after supper, every day, after we were done eating, my mom would bring out the Bible and she would read a scripture and then we would pray. But we wouldn't pray sitting down. Oh no. We had to get on our knees by our chair and everybody had to say a prayer. And then growing up, when, when I was born, our grandma come to live with us, right? And so grandma, uh, she was the really big one about reading the Bible. I mean, she had a, I always said, she had a rocking chair and she had a Bible. And for hours, she would read the word, she would pray, read the word, and she would pray. And, and I used to think, wow, now that's really dedication to reading the Bible. And then in 1985, when I decided to go into Bible college, uh, when I was in Bible college, I met a man named Dan Lamus, and his wife is Linda. They were worship leaders at the college, but Dan and I became friends, and there was a group of us that made a decision that before the cafeteria opened, before class, we would walk down the hill to the chapel and spend an hour with the Lord Monday through Friday. Now, I got to tell you, I didn't really consider myself a morning person back then. And we were getting up earlier, and I think we were getting to the chapel by like 6 o'clock or before, and we would get into the chapel. And by the way, the, the Bethany Bible College was in Sussex, New Brunswick, Canada, way up on the East Coast. So to get to the chapel, we had to walk down the hill in the winter, and it was cold. Uh, they had some really ice cold winters. And so I did this for five years as I lived in Canada and developed a habit. And I can tell you the more busier I was and the more things I needed to get done, if I spent time in the Word of God and spent time with the Lord, my days always went better. Now, what I decided when I went into Bible college was simply this. The Bible college isn't going to teach you everything you ever wanted to know about the Bible. It, it just can't happen in five years. So I decided since I had four or five years dedicated to being in college, 
dedicated to God and his word, that I would begin to methodically read through the Bible from beginning to end, trying to get it done once a year. By the way, that's a hard thing to do. And I usually would, sometimes I would do it in a year. Sometimes I would do it in 18 months, but I would get the Bible done. I would read it. I would ask the Holy Spirit Spirit to bring revelation to me about what he wanted to teach me from the word. And I began reading the Bible and reading it through every year. And back then I was about 25, 26 years old. And now I am 60 years old. And I have read through the Old Testament. I'm on, I think, my 18th time through the Old Testament. And I think I've read through the New Testament uh, about 21 times. And so I can say that I can share this with you. When you have read the Word so much, and you hear something, and, and the Holy Spirit just speaks to you and says, Hey, man, that's not right. It, something's not right here. And then you get alone with God and you get out your Bible and you ask the Lord, He will show you what's not right. The Bible then becomes your sure foundation. It becomes the standard by which you judge things. You know, folks, the Bible is the inerrant, infallible word of the living God. And I believe that with all my heart. And anytime someone said they found a contradiction in the Bible, if you really knew the word, it was never a contradiction. It just showed how much they didn't know the Bible. Now, I might be rubbing some people the wrong way right now, but God's word is God's word. And it is true. Heaven and earth will pass away, Jesus said. But my word will never pass away. And God is not a man that he should lie. And God's word can be trusted. It's the foundation. It's the sure rock on which we stand when everything is crumbling in the world, if people don't know what to do, when their lives are falling apart, we can stand on the rock of the Word of God and we can trust the Lord to be a sure foundation in this present time. Isaiah 33, 6 says, In that day He will be your sure foundation, providing a rich store of salvation, wisdom and knowledge, the fear of the Lord, will be your treasure. Wow. And then as I was preparing this, I was reminded of an old hymn we used to sing in church. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord. And I want to read these um, lyrics to you. I think they're so good. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he has said? To you who for refuge to Jesus have fled. Fear not, I am with you, O be not dismayed. For I am thy God and will still give thee aid. I will strengthen you, help you, and cause you to stand, Upheld by my righteous omnipotent hand. When through the deep waters I call you to go, The rivers of sorrow shall not overflow. For I will be with you, your troubles to bless, to sanctify to your deepest distress. When through fiery trials your pathway shall lie, my grace all-sufficient shall be your supply. The flame shall not hurt you, I only design your dross to consume and your gold to refine. The soul that on Jesus has learned for repose, I will not, I will not desert to his foes. 
that so though all hell should endeavor to shake, I'll never, no, never, no, never forsake. Wow, what a powerful word. And that hymn is full of scripture references if you would just look it up. What a powerful hymn. How firm of foundation. So I want to talk about nine keys as it relates to the word of God that I think that are important. And the key number one is this. Get to know the Holy Spirit and ask him to guide you and bring you revelation as you read the word of God. John 16, 13 says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Listen, when I would read the word, and when I still read the word, I try not to read the word with the denominational glasses on. I try to say, God, speak to me through your word. Change me through your word. If something that I believe is not right, show me in your word and I will change what I believe. You know, a lot of people try to make the word of God or they try to change the word of God to fit what they believe instead of changing what they believe to fit the word of God. You know, it's the day in which we're living, they're calling good evil and evil good. It's all upside down. But guess what? God's word remains the same and does not change. And the Bible is not an antiquated, outdated book. The Bible is final instructions before leaving earth. It's the one book. If you want to read several times, it's a book you should read. And you should get to know God's word because, guess what? Many times what the world says is okay to do is not okay to do. And God says it's not. And, it's, and God's word stands forever in heaven. Number two, get to know the Bible. Read it. Meditate on it. 2 Timothy 3, 16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God or the man and woman of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. If you want to be thoroughly equipped, get to know the Word. And the Bible says here that the Word is God-breathed. You know, wow, uh, the book is inspired. And get to know it, read it, meditate on it, and it'll change your life. Number three, if what you hear does not line up with God's Word, throw it out. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You know what? As we're in the word, God will bring light on our path. He'll show us the things that are not right. He'll show us the things that are wrong. So he can guide us through these times in which we live and safely bring us to heaven's shore where we'll live for him forevermore. Number four. God's word stands forever. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Wow, what a powerful scripture. God's words gives us a power over sin. Psalm 119, verse 11. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. And I just want to say this. There is power in memorizing God's word. Maybe you're living somewhere, uh, maybe you're in another country, or maybe you're in a situation 
where you get persecuted for having your Bible out and reading it, you should take portions of the Bible and memorize it and put it to memory and hide it in your heart. No one can take from you what is hidden in your heart by the Lord. Let the Word of God be written on the tablets of your heart. Number six, the Word of God is a weapon against the enemy. You know, when you look into the temptation of Jesus in Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, several times Jesus says to Satan, it is written, it is written, it is written. And we can say the same. We must fight the good fight of faith with the Word of God. Point number seven, the Word of God dispatches angels. Psalm 103, verse 20. Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding to the voice of his word. When you are praying and you are quoting scripture and you are declaring what God has said, the angels of God respond to that and they are dispatched to do exactly what you are praying. And so that's why the word of God has so much power. Number eight, the word of God has the power to heal. Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Wow, what a powerful scripture. The word of God has power to heal, power to deliver. You know, in Jeremiah, he says, is not my word like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces. So God's word has the power to remove the mountains that stand in your way. Point number nine, God's word has the power to set you free because his word is truth. John 8, 32, he sent his word and healed them. But John 8, 32 says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Or some versions say, the truth shall make you free. So are you a casual consumer of the Word of God? Or are you getting to know God's Word on a daily basis and you got a plan and you're getting to know it? Don't be a casual consumer. I know everybody has their Bible on their phone nowadays. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want to say get a hard copy. Get your hard copy out. Get markers and Get an ink pen and start going through the Bible. Start underlining things that stick out to you. Start really familiarizing yourself like with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Get to know the Gospels. Get to know the ministry of Jesus. Get to know the letters of Paul. Go into the letters and, and read the New Testament four, five, six, seven times before you get into the old and then get into the old and what I do when I'm reading the Bible, I'll read a couple of scriptures from different places in the Old Testament and a couple of scriptures from different places in the New Testament. And I'll have a plan and I'll be marking down everything that I'm doing so I know where I've been in the Bible. And I don't worry about reading it in a year. The goal is to get through it, whether it's a year or 18 months. So I really encourage you, get the Word of God as your sure foundation. Remember, Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. I'm so thankful that you have chose to join me for this podcast. I just want to thank all you listeners that are out there. So many places around the United States and so many different countries have tuned in. And I just want you to know that I care about you. And these 
messages that I bring are coming out of my devotional time, my personal time with Jesus. And I'm just relaying to you what I hear God saying to me. And I hope that you're enjoying them. I hope we can hear from you. My email is gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultants.com. And our website is spiritualcareconsultants.com. And our media site is S's and Sam, C's and Cat, C's and Cat, Healing Begins. I hope you'll visit those sites. I hope you'll email me. Let me know how this podcast channel is impacting your life. And I want you to know that you are important. Just you, the one listening right now. I know there could be several people listening all at once. But when you listen to a podcast, it's just you and me talking about the Word of God and how important it is. Now, I want to pray for you before I... I close that God would inspire you, that he would give you revelation as you read his word. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those that are listening to this podcast. Lord, as they open their Bibles, I pray that you would speak to them through the word. I pray that you would give them a word from the word. And I just pray that you would strengthen them, encourage them, and guide them in their daily lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. May God richly bless and keep you. Remember, read the word daily and have a plan. This podcast is brought to you by Thornapple Flooring and Furniture, where beautiful homes begin.